Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Imagine getting a call, and it, a lot of people have received these robocalls over the years, and they say, hi, this is whoever, and when it comes to elections, but it's the president's voice. There's one problem. It isn't the president, and the message isn't from him. And what this happened, it's happening right now in New Hampshire, right? Yes, correct. Joining us, Ron Layton, served for president, Secret Service, cyber expert. One of the most um, inside baseball cybersecurity gurus in the world. Hey, man, you actually saw this coming, did you not? And you also said it's scary. Kind of explain, sir. So, Larry and Marty, good morning, and thanks for having me back on KDKA. So I I think, particularly against the backdrop of a divided nation, what people do is they make decisions based on what they believe is true. The problem with AI, as it is getting better, is that it, 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 um, it provides multiple versions of the truth. Yeah. So, so we've never had to really deal with this as a society. You see something, you trust your eyes, the eye in the sky don't lie type of thing, and you end up making a value judgment or forming an opinion. But when you see something and all of a sudden you can't trust your eyes or you have somebody that says, it wasn't me, that was a deep fake or that was AI generated, you say to yourself, I, I never had to think about that thing that way. What I saw may not be true. In the case that we're talking about, what I heard may not be that person's voice. But the point is, whenever you have multiple versions of the truth, it's not supposed to be that way. We see something, and we basically believe it, especially when we see it with our own eyes. And, Ron, when you talk about deep fakes, uh, last year, maybe even before that, I saw these Tom Cruise deep fakes with this guy, and at the— at the beginning, I thought it was Tom Cruise doing all this different stuff. And my brother actually worked with him. I said it to him, and he goes, that's not Tom Cruise. That's one of those AI-type generated deep fakes. And it, you can't tell the difference for most people. Well, like you said, Ron, it's getting better and better. So you're going to hear from what you believe to be the president of the United States time and time again telling you to do something. You're inclined to do it, right? Well, you're going to be inclined to do it, particularly if that's the way that you lean. Exactly. So, you know, there's something called confirmation bias. It just means that you, you, you kind of believe what you want to based on evidence to the contrary. This is really going to drive a wedge there. And so if you think about ChatGPT, which most people n- know about, and by the way, a ChatGPT, it stands for Chat Generative 
pre-trained transformer. That's why JP, you know, GPT for short. But the point is, is that a couple of years ago, if you asked it to write a paper, it was okay. Now it's pretty good. But I'm telling you, in the next 24 months, it's going to be perfect. Wow. And wow. the danger to all of us, particularly when they do videos where it looks like the person and they're saying something that's inflammatory or otherwise, it could alter somebody's vote, in this case, a big presidential election, and you might not be able to tell the difference. I, I'm not so sure that you're all going to be able to tell the difference. I think, uh, you know, the whole notion of AI is that it's supposed to think like people. Right. But people have a certain intuition. Computers aren't even close to that right now. So if I see somebody who I know, and I know their character, and it, I've got a deep fake of some, you know, them saying something crazy, I, I'm all of a sudden going to have to overlay my intuition filter and go, hey, I don't think that's them. But the point is, we've never had to think like this before. The other issue is this. Point. We have lots of foreign threat actors who want to do nothing but shift Americans' perception of our candidates uh, through these kinds of, of manipulations. So we really are going to have to be on guard against foreign interference in our elections. Well, what do we do? Problem. I mean, what, you know, this is a great question, what, Larry. What the just, hell do we do, like, Larry? What do we do, Ron? What do we do, ma'am? So let me tell you one of the things that the government is working on, uh, and, and trust me, I'm not saying that the government's the answer to, to all of our problems, not right, at all. Right, but right. one of the things that uh, – there's something called NIST. NIST is, a pretty, NIST is a pretty good outfit. They are the nation's uh, physical sciences lab. They have a new uh, subcomponent. Sub it's the AI Safety Institute. One of the things that they are working on is they are working on content standards and content working, uh, content warnings. And so that's going to be a big deal. But look, my fear is that the technology outpaces anyone's yep. ability yep. to legislate, to regulate. Matter of fact, that, 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 that course is out of the barn. So it's going to be tough sledding. This is the ultimate double-edged sword because we're looking at really some great things. Healthcare outcomes, uh, right. earlier in the segment, you were talking about things that are just going to have to be, they really are going to have to be uh, managed in a way that are not detrimental, like HIPAA violations. Right. You guys talked about that earlier. However, we are going to see um, elite world-class decisions and I'm presuming medical mistakes that are going to go down to near zero when it comes to data interpretation, particularly for things like x-rays. This is what's coming for AI. So it's the double-edged sword. We're going to have to you know, reap the benefits and be very, very weary of the things that we think just aren't quite right, hey, like deep fakes. And on a, on a personal note, so phone call comes in, a voice that sounds like, grandson or granddaughter says grandpa i've been kidnapped i've got to send a thousand dollars perfect sounding voice it's a scam that's happening right now isn't it ron not only is it a scam it's a scam that's happening now and and my fear is that the barrier to entry meaning you know you used to have to be smart to do things like program a computer great, great not point. anymore great it's point. a cut and paste world great you point. can pay for it it's easy to do in, in a way that's what technology is supposed to be it's supposed to accelerate human performance but not once you know used for uh, inimical or evil intention but the point is is that 
these things are happening now, you're going to see a lot more of this. You know why? Because everybody has the tool. It's ubiquitous, and it's easy. And here's the other thing. It's hard to get caught. Man. Wait a minute. How, do we, so how do we know it's you? Well, that's, that's <laughs> what we opened the segment with. Right. You don't. But by the way, Unless you hear a guy start talking about Minio's pizza, right it's on, not the, wrong. But by the way, at some point, what we're both saying is true. You'll be able to do a talk show with AI. Period. And create characters. Hell yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, but, you know, here's the thing is that this snuck up on us. We are all three saying at some point. At some point was yesterday. That's true. That's true. Ron Layton, thanks for the awakening. You're the man. More to come. We got to get Thank you. Thank you, guys. Be well. We, we got to have you come in someday just because we could go through some of this stuff, spend an hour. Thanks, Ron. Happy to do so. Right, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. And every Tuesday at this time, we check in with our colleague, Lynn Hayes Freeland, who is living the dream now in Atlanta, Georgia. She? Yeah. She could go to the pit game tonight. Georgia Tech's hosting pit tonight. Lynn, how you doing? <laughs> really? I'm great, Larry. Really? Yeah. I probably could go, <laughs> but it's not on my agenda at this moment. Hey, That's they just beat Duke yeah. on the road first time since 79. Yeah. They did. Duke. And yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big supporter. I'm just mm. not going to the game. I got yeah. you. Uh, so what does this day mean to you? We're going down a long road of presidential election banter, chatter, divisiveness, ugliness. You know, it's just here we go. And a lot of people aren't looking forward to that part of the process. Oh, absolutely not. I feel like my head is spinning. I mean, the primary process has changed, uh, clearly, if we just look at the past few weeks. Um, but I think what leaps out at me more than anything is the anger, the angst, that voters across the country seem to be feeling and how that's going to be reflected in the voting booth. Yeah, that's a, I, I, a good question because with these two candidates, you know, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, we, we've been here before. Mm -hmm. A lot of circumstances have changed in the last three years. And as we go through this fourth year leading up to the November election, do you think Nikki Haley has any chance of dethroning Donald Trump to get the nomination of the GOP? Uh, you know what? I Do I think she had? I, I don't. My gut instinct is no, she's not going to get the nomination. I have watched her evolve. And uh, whereas initially people were very critical of her because she wasn't saying anything negative. She was you know, just kind of talking about what she would do. And in the last couple of weeks, I feel like she's evolved into one of these angry uh, people as well. So I'm disappointed in that. But I guess also at the same time, she's feeling she's got to do whatever she can to stay in the race. But I don't think she's going to win. Yeah, I don't either. Marty, do you think she has a chance? Yeah. I think people are you desperate did. for something better. Anything but well, Trump. Well, I think you're right about that. Anything I but Trump. Right Anything that. but Biden. Is, is Joe Manchin, as a potential third-party candidate, uh, would that help or hurt Joe Biden or Donald Trump? Well, you know, traditionally, third-party candidates have always been viewed as kind of the spoiler. Right on. Right. Uh, and when you look back in history, um, it does indicate that. The question is, uh, who would Joe Manchin hurt? Right. 
And I'm not sure about that, although he is a Democrat. Uh, there were uh, there was a lot of Democratic pushback against uh, Joe Manchin in the last couple of years, but he's not nearly as conservative, I don't think, to attract the real uh, MAGA supporters. Look, I love Ross Perot. We're actually friends. And um, love the way he talked. What did he get, Lynn? 14%? And that was high. Some, yeah, that was right. high. That they was high. felt yep. that was enough that took away from... What, George Bush? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just think, you know, I think it's a sad state of where we are. It because is. the realities are, when you listen to these candidates and uh, when you listen to Biden, Trump, and Haley, you don't hear a whole lot about what they call the dinner table conversations, the things that people really care about that affect their lives. And I just feel like we as the voters, we as the American constituents are left uh, on the side of the road in this election because they're spending millions on these races, but nobody's really talking about the issues that affect our day-to-day lives. Hey, Lynn, um, your dad passed recently. How old was he? He was uh, two weeks short of his 98th birthday. Wow. Uh, 97. He was 97. And they were so close. Lynn, was he sharp at 80? I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He was. He was actually sharp. You know, around 1992, we, we began to notice um, short-term memory issues. I see. Um, and he would, you know, sometimes ask the, the same question more than once within a span of an hour. But, um, you know, other people would talk to him because my dad was, you know, a businessman. Oh, yeah. And so he still had a lot of contacts. and. People would call me all the time and say, oh, my goodness, I was on the phone with your dad for an hour yesterday. He's still so sharp. So when you found it was something that he was excited about, he was pretty crystal clear on that. But, you know, in the the early 90s, you definitely started to see the decline. But I just want to make sure she said this because I heard that same thing about him. He was sharp as hell at 80. Oh, absolutely. And you know why Marty's asking that question, obviously, with the age of both Both Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Both men. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I mean, you see little signs and you look at both of them uh, and you see little signs. But here's the reality. This is where we are. I don't know that you could get two other candidates on a ballot now for the November election. So I think there is a conversation that could be had uh, in the future. But I don't think that's relevant now because this is where we are. Both of the candidates are are in, I can't say decline because that's not the case at all. But, you know, the realities are, I know that I'm not as sharp as I was 10 years ago. Am I on a downward spiral? Absolutely not. But I do have, uh, sometimes it's a challenge for me to recall someone's name that I knew 30 years ago. I know their face. And it'll take me a minute or two to come up with a name. She's right. She's right. All right, more with Lynn Hayes Freeland on the way. And we continue our conversation every Tuesday in our 9 o'clock hour, checking in with Lynn Hayes Freeland. Lynn, are you a movie buff? I am. I was uh, excited to see the Oscar nominees. I have not seen all of those movies, but I have a friend who got me into the mindset of trying to see all of them before the award shows. And fortunately, you know, because of the SAG-AFTRA connection, there's some overlap, so I've seen some of them. But I hope to see them all before nominations. I mean, the awards. Did you see Oppenheimer, you said? I did not 
see it. It's a commitment. It's, it's, it's a like, dog. Yeah. It's a dog. Thir- Thirteen nominations. It can't be a dog. It's a dog. It just felt heavy to me. <laughs> and sometimes I don't want heavy Thank at you. the theater. Come on, I man. just don't. Um, now, on the, you know the other extreme, and I'm sure I'll get slammed for this. Barbie was a little light for me, oh. so I like it somewhere in between. Man, what's your favorite film <clears throat> of all time? Oh my. I don't know that you can narrow it down. You know, just different eras and, and different parts of my life. Um, you know, West Side Story, the original, was always a favorite. Uh, somebody posted something on social media the day of, about the days of wine and roses, and that really, really took me back. Um, what? You know, the days of wine and roses. Hey, my buddy's wife made him see that Barbie crap twice. Or, or he wasn't <clears throat> getting any, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah Fed. A, oh, yeah. That's tough. That's tough. No lunch or dinner. Um, he, right. he went twice. <laughs> wow. Woo! But you know what? There are people out here who absolutely love that Samantha. movie. They were obsessed with it. Samantha. And I, okay, obsessed is a strong word. Yeah, that's true. I did but like loved. it, though. You did like it. And Barbie. my boyfriend liked it. Wow. Please. Okay. He says that. What about Taylor Swift, the movie? <laughs> Yeah, um, wow, how do I answer that question? I am not a huge Taylor Swift person. I respect Taylor Swift and everything that she's done, but her concert or her movie would not be on my radar. I'm trying to think. Back to Barbie. That was so painful. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I didn't see see it. I agree. I felt like I I forced, I had to watch it till the end. Because I felt obligated, but it was hard. It was hard. But Sam's right. She spawned on huge with younger people. Oh, yeah. Huge. Absolutely. Ariana, did you see it? I did. I, I liked it also. She I liked it. Like it. I did. She didn't like it. Of course I did. <laughs> why, why would she lie? I thought it was funny, cute. Oh. I cried. I'll be honest. Come yeah, on. almost. Twice. Almost. Oh, really? I cried twice. Have you heard wow. of this movie, Poor Things? Where... I cried because it was so painful. That's why I cried. Oh, I have heard of that, Larry. That is <laughs> it's doing like a, really well. It's crazy popular, uh-huh. uh, but it's kind of a weird. It's like a Frankenstein. Yeah, only movie. it's a woman. There's Frankenface, and then there's this woman with a brain. I, I don't Samantha. Know. When's yes. it coming? Didn't Larry yeah, promise to go yeah. to see movies? Yeah, no, he never does. He saw one. He saw one movie, and it was the... Well, I don't even remember what it was. It was right. Oppenheimer. I'm just going to read the best Remember best when he picture. sent his son to see his movie? <laughs> see. see what I, he wait. does? See what he does? Lynn, I'm just going to read just the best picture nominations and see all of us Why? Who, who has seen any of these. You mentioned a couple. American Fiction. Anybody? No. Nope. No. Anatomy no. of a Fall. Who? No. <laughs> what? And, Barbie's on that list. You yes. guys said you, you've seen Barbie. The dog. Some of you. The Holdovers with... Uh, I did. I wanted to see that, but I didn't. I have seen that. I that saw it. looked good. It was okay. Killers it of the Flower different. Moon. Mm-mm. No. Never heard. That one looked good, too. Tremendous. Uh, that's a Scorsese-directed <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. I worship got... him, so it doesn't matter what he makes. <laughs> Robert De Niro's up for oh, my best man. supporting actor. Maestro. Did you see that one with Bradley Cooper? The dog. Yes. It's a dog. Yes, I did. It's a dog. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's an acquired taste. I think we got a whole new segment for Marty. <laughs> Marty a, at the movies. Yeah. It's a dog. Forget about me at the it's movies. So boring. You didn't laugh, but you were talking. About, you were excited about it. Oh, it's horrible. Oppenheimer. It? Horrible. Now, you you saw it? Yeah. Horrible. I didn't like it. Too, I'll be honest. Too deep. Ariana, you did not. I wouldn't There was Patrick, too much thinking. There was too much see? thinking. I don't like movies no. that feel like homework. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah, Send me to jail for a lot of work. All right. Yeah. These are Oscar nominated <laughs> pictures. Best picture of the year. Past lives. Has anybody heard no. about it or know anything nope. about it? No. Larry the movie. Poor things. I mentioned that. That's the Franken thing. That's yeah. That know, one does look good. I it's heard getting all kind Emma of. Emma Stone love. looked like she did really good in that one. They yeah. did and a feature. And she's nominated for um, actress, right? Yes. Yeah. She won a Golden yeah. Globe for it too. Yeah. Right. This they did a whole feature this past Sunday on CBS Sunday Morning, love and her. finally, best picture <laughs> of the year, the Zone of Interest. Who? What zone would that I don't be? Know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't know. Don't ask Marty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, wait a minute. We've heard of all the ones that Marty said was a dog, was horrible. What did you like, Marty? He liked, it's not nominated, but he kept telling me about this Ray Romano oh, rom-com or something. Or you liked Coda as well. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's on Apple TV, Ooh! I think. But Coda won. Did it? Yeah. It's an amazing Best movie. actor, Bradley amazing. Cooper. Amazing movie. Coleman right. Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cecilian Murphy for Oppenheimer and Jeffrey Wright, American Fiction. Those are... Your Oscar nominees. My my favorite all time movie, The Godfather. It doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't get much better than that. When you think of Al Pacino and what's his name? Marlon Brando. Your favorite Brando. movie, Larry. Wow. <laughs> right. Al Pacino and what's his name? Sure, we know what's his name. Come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding and you ask me for justice. I can't I can't stop watching that film when you come across it on TV. Lynn, good luck. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. <laughs> All right, guys. I'm going to get some of these movies in between now and then. Uh -huh. The list is out. Go for it. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Tomorrow on the Big K Morning Show, Christine, Marty's wife, will join us in our 9 o'clock hour. An important conversation, too, about vaccines when it comes to pregnant women. Well, no one's getting the flu vaccine. And people are getting sick as hell. It's important, Larry. It's important, man. Also, we're going to reach out to the inner circle up at Punxsutawney. They're getting some blowback from PETA that wants them to put Phil on a farm and <clears throat> use use a coin Come on, man. to uh, do their magic on February 2nd. I got too much free time, brother. Suggesting that... I, I can tell you firsthand, Phil's really well taken care of. Come on, man. Phil's treated better than most people. Come on, Larry. It's a wonderful event. It's a wonderful town. It's a magnificent symbol <clears throat> of what makes people happy. Come on, man. Move on. It is kind of a fun thing. Come on, man. Let's all grow up here. And what are you working on today with Get Marty? Oh, <clears throat> there's an amazing woman who has a um, debilitating injury. And thanks to, uh, quite frankly, Ariana Bazzi and her father, Richard, we're headed to her house in a few minutes to uh, hand her a couple thousand dollars to let her get through a really difficult time. This was part of a process, and you came across a lot of people in need. So. Oh. 
and and we do have an extraordinary number of people in this region who give like what you did Saturday morning. Huh. Judy Mechanical. They call it the one day miracle. We went into homes that haven't had a furnace in three years. Larry. Three years. Which is unimaginable going through the stretch we just went through in particular. Went into a veteran's house. Larry's 50 degrees. 50 degrees. Seriously. He was crying. His name was Ron Griffin, my cousin. We weren't related, but it was really kind of cute that we had the same name. It's a wonderful thing. And it's a great thing to show my son, who was with me all day Saturday. It was fantastic. Amazing. It's important, man. That we can all make a difference together. It It means a lot, man. And Paul Zeiss is coming up next. Paul's... What's he pacing the parking lot out there? He was pacing back and forth. Uh-oh. I don't think he likes likes to see us. Come on, Paul. And by the way, we're lucky we, we dodged a bullet today with the weather. We really did. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. And if you think, oh, well, they, no, they were right. They were right. To call your attention to right. it. Uh, but be glad we didn't get the ice. Uh, because it could have, and there still could be a slick spot here or there, especially travelers headed north, but looks like we dodged. Yeah, weather people were easy targets, but it's a tough game, man. It's a tough game. Well, especially what they dealt with in St. Louis. If you saw any of those viral videos of fire trucks spinning out of control on the road in a neighborhood and people couldn't walk on sidewalks and that kind of stuff. We got lucky. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.